0: It's that time again, Theology in the Streets podcast, where no topic goes untouched. It's your boy, Pastor Lou, a.k.a. Late to the Game. And I got across from me, you got your boy, Kurt Classic, back in the building, baby. And right next, to Kurt, right next to Kurt Classic, who we have? It's your boy, Big Z, coming at you one more game. Big Z. Theology. Small on words, but when he speaks, everybody listens. And I got right here on my left,
1: Elmatic. Illmatic, Theology. oh Illmatic Bar Jima, <laughs> Son of Grace. <laughs> uh, 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 don't, don't be trying to front
2: and front of company. No, right, no, right, do your right, right. whole Friday sure intro, I the sure extended it. version. <laughs> he's the, he's got the extended version.
1: Yeah, for, I shortened sure it for y'all. I was being gracious. Yo, so uh, on the low, um,
0: we had a little little text <laughs> chat going on. And everybody was getting on me on vacations. I'm saying, though, I haven't seen Jamma in like four weeks. <laughs> no, fill it for Jamma, his son, Ilmatic. Um, all right, so uh, we're going to get into this. Uh, last episode was uh, Walking Away from the Faith. And we're going to do a part two uh, today. And we're going to jump right in this. And this time, we're going to interview somebody who has, who has walked away from the faith. And she's here to share her story. Uh, we're going to grill her, um, but uh, God is doing his thing as well. Um, so I want to in- introduce Gigi Negron. Um, what is your... I don't know. They call you Gigi, but I don't know what's your first name. Oh,
3: My first name is Gregoria.
0: Gregoria. Yes. Okay, all right. And um, so... Gigi, uh, thank you for being here with us. We appreciate Absolutely. it. Um, Absolutely. I know sometimes it's not easy to share our life story and or at least share some things that maybe have hit us hard, but you were open and willing to come on, and we, we just want to appreciate you for that. So um, yeah, you yeah. walked away from the faith, and we're talking about Christianity. Mm-hmm. You walked away from Christianity. Um, first, let me ask you, at what point did you start serving the Lord?
3: Um, sorry about that. Uh I started um I've always I always have faith in God. Like I, I grew up knowing about God. I grew up, you know, um basically like my mom would say, fear, having that fear for God. Okay. Right. But never practiced it. Yeah. Um my family part of my family were all into it, but you know how it's just split. You got parts that are all in, and some that are just not there. Yeah. So that was me. In 2010, I lost a child,
4: Mm -hmm. and that
3: that is what brought me to Christ. Like, Mm -hmm. to be all in, in Christ, you know? I Mm use that as a escape, um, healing process, a way to heal, And help others, too, you know, Mm, with grief and stuff like that. So
0: So in 2010, you came to an an, an actual faith in the Lord. Uh, Because, yeah, it's one thing to grow up in the church, but it's another thing to make what you have grown up maybe understanding, what has been influenced upon you by your parents, um, till actually Christ becomes real to you. So in 2010, this happens. Um, Okay, at what point... Like, okay, you serving the Lord, and you ain't got to say what church you were at, but you were serving the Lord. How was that, like, were you passionate? Were you zealous?
3: Oh, I was passionate. I was passionate from day one. From the moment I felt God speak, I was passionate. I became a member right away. It, I was so passionate that some things that I had, that I was, li- the way I was living, mm-hmm. um, I fixed Instantly.
0: Amen. So y- you felt you felt like the need to to make some major changes. Oh, in your life.
3: and okay. yeah, it just it just came so naturally. It just I stopped doing a lot of things. My language changed completely. The way I carried myself changed completely. Like I was constantly um, making myself available mm-hmm. any chance I could to know, be in the to church, be in serving, the church, whatever. To okay, yeah. Whatever you know, like I was. Um,
0: you were all in. Uh, yeah, I was yeah.
3: all in. Basically, I was at one point. I was even um, doing the the children's ministry mm. in this other church. Good. You know, during Sundays, I had the the children, and I would do Bible studies with them, and that's how deep I was. In. So you, yeah. yeah,
0: you were all in. Yeah, Kurt, there you go, bro. You need you need some help with your children, <laughs> 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 right? notes as we speak. Oh. Okay, so
1: you, you, you're all in. You're zealous. Um, w- real quick, yeah. Go ahead. W- time period, like so, because you said you gave your life back to Christ in 2010. So, oh, I don't.
3: I wouldn't say I gave it back to Christ. Yeah. I came to know Him in, in 2010. In 2010. So this was
1: your first oh. real. No, that my actually, first was really you. okay. Also, oh, you. also in 2010, this happened. Everything that you just said, like where you. Oh you no! Evolved. This was
3: yeah. This was um, throughout the years. Okay, okay. Um, I would say four or five years in okay. faithfully.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Four, so about four or five years mm-hmm. serving the Lord faithfully. Okay, but what happened? I mean, this is about walking away. And, and I, you may not have exactly walked away from your belief in God, but you walked away from the church and fellowship. Mm-hmm. Um, share that with us.
3: So part of my change um, To walking with Christ was I had a marriage before mine I was previously married Um, at that time I was separated Hmm. I was dating somebody the church made it known we Um. don't believe in divorce you are committing adultery I became convicted right away called him in listen we gotta make it work um, this is the path I'm I'm walking in, and we got to do things right. Did that, and that's when troubles begin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, things were not going well in my marriage.
4: Yeah.
3: I seek guidance through my church. They were doing everything they could. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that they weren't, but they were doing everything they could. But then money hit money situation I was in the also in the middle of a lawsuit for my baby's death
4: mm-hmm.
3: and um, at this point we finally came to a to a settlement and uh, my ex-husband got a portion and I got a portion but I spoke to the to the pastors and I kind of explained to them how I felt about this whole money situation. Like, I understood the whole tithing thing, but because this was a loss, this wasn't a gain, Mm. you know? I didn't feel like, you know? But if God put it in my heart...
0: To give, yeah. To
3: give, I I will. Yeah. Well, God put it in my heart later on. (laughs) And I'm having this conversation with one of the leaders, and... (coughs) she made it clear that my husband had already gave and that whatever I wanted to give, they would just take it from his tithing. So at that point, I was just like, wait a minute, what do you mean? I never knew about this. You know, like, it was a a money situation Mm -hmm. where I felt like there was no trust there anymore.
0: Because okay, so between so you
1: and the
3: church, yeah. between me and the church. Okay.
0: Yeah. So your your ex husband, <clears throat> he gave something to the church. He gave. Okay, and it wasn't communicated. It wasn't communicated. I just want to clarify to make sure I'm understanding. And and you were willing to come give, mm-hmm. but they said they will take it out of
3: that he had already whatever given, enough, had given, and and the amount is like
0: yeah, and so that was an alarm bell for you. That was a yeah.
3: huge thing for me because I'm I mean I felt kind of at the at the moment. They knew how I felt. This was the same household. They knew how I felt about it. He knew how I felt about it. He went behind my back to do it, knowing how I felt about it. And it was months and months since he had done it Okay. when I found out, like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is coming from my son's death and i didn't even know you know what i mean like yeah. they're getting new equipment new this and that and i'm oh, wow, just wow. you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i'm walking into this church and i'm like oh wow this is new and that's nice but not knowing where it came from mm-hmm. and you know when yeah. finally i felt like hey listen i want to fix this for you guys here they're like oh no we'll just take it out you know
0: so that wow
3: so to me it felt like a betrayal
1: I heard you you know they kept a secret
3: well yeah they they kept it a secret and when it came about it's like their body language was like oh man I wasn't supposed to say Uh, so that's what kind of like that's that's what kind of like
0: so ethically they just didn't do right in other words at least at the very least knowing how you felt you probably should have been informed yeah And it's
3: not even about, like, I felt like it wasn't even about the money. It was like, it's it's not about the the money. It's the principle. You You know, it's the principle. I'm coming up to you. I'm I'm talking to you. I'm being open. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, listen, I don't feel like I I can bless you if it's not in my heart to bless you. Because I'm just losing both ways. There's a lot
0: attached to that. So you got the loss of your son. I mean, and I don't know how that happened. But... Obviously, you're being um, recompensed for some tragedy that's going on, mm-hmm. and I could see the emotions attached to that. So I think people should have been at least trying to handle that as delicately as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this this happens.
3: Mm-hmm. This happens. It creates a, a big issue between my marriage.
1: Oh wow! Okay.
3: And long story short. I felt that they took his side over mine.
1: Now, quick question. So in 2010, you gave your life to Christ full throttle Mm -hmm. after the unfortunate passing of your child. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, five years into it, you, you know, you, you faithfully serving the Lord. You even went back to say, listen, let's get this marriage working. Mm -hmm. You and your husband are now, you and your ex-husband are now, you know, walking in the Lord together Mm -hmm. as a couple. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the lawsuit finally comes to you know to end. It comes to a settlement, and you and your husband at the time have differing opinions Mm -hmm. on what we should do with the money. Mm -hmm. Um, He secretly gives it to the church. The church keeps the secret, and then it comes to light. And then that's kind of where that's where we're at right now, right? That's where we're at. at I want to make sure. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. My bad, Lou. Go ahead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh no no so so that happens mm-hmm. that happens and now what like you you got friction going on with your husband mm-hmm. you felt like the church was kind of being shady about how they managed this entire situation um what's stewing in your heart
3: i was I felt betrayed yeah you know I'm like I don't know if you guys know I was gone for a long time previously. Of the death of my child i was I was in, living in Rochester, I was in Arizona, and previous to that, I was in the Marine Corps, so I was like gone
4: yeah
3: away from my family so my the death of my child brought me back here, and since then it 's just been difficult to try to fit in and you know like um, build relationships, you know because mm-hmm. it 's just so different you know um so basically, when I got into this church, I felt like finally. I fit in somewhere, I got support, I've got, you know, and then all of a sudden all of that came crashing down yeah. after yeah. that. You know, it just took that for me to feel like everything came crashing down. Now I've got no support. I've I'm lost, I'm mad, I'm angry. I did all this changing for yeah. what? You know, that's where my mind was at. For yeah. what?
4: Yeah.
3: So kept going even after that I kept going to church but it's just I wasn't receiving the message the same
0: yeah you were it was tainted
3: I was so like I I, I started becoming angry Mm -hmm. and everything that was just being thrown at me from the church like not directly at me but you know like I'm as I'm sitting listening to the message it was just like it, I I wasn't receiving it.
4: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, I felt like something was completely blocking everything, and I just could not. So I just walked away.
0: So let me ask this: Did relationships change outside of like, let's say, leadership? What about like just other brothers and sisters in the faith because of this situation? Did, did those relationships change? Uh,
3: once I left, I left.
0: Okay, I um, mean, like you kept going for a little bit though. Even when you even were going after for little that? Bit? Oh
3: yeah. no, yeah. Um, even when I was going for a little bit before, I decided to just walk away. No, no, I don't think that my relationship with brothers and sisters in the church changed. They didn't know anything. I see. So it
0: was just from a leadership standpoint, Mm -hmm. but that was, that was tainted. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was tainted. Now
1: real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Because last week we talked about, especially like when I gave my story about like when it it was very possible for me to walk away from the faith, you know, I said one of the main things that God used to, to kind of ground me was my brothers in the faith. Right. And so in that time period where, like, after you got hurt by the church and you were still going going a little bit before you finally walked away, in that short time period, however long it was, did, did you share your hurt with anybody, any brothers or sisters in the church?
3: The leaders, their position, I don't want to say too much because I don't know who's listening, no, but because of their position, I didn't feel like it was right. For me to, you know, tell anybody.
0: You took the high road. Exactly. Ooh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. That makes sense. Um, what about y'all? Y'all, got, Kurt and Zeke. Y'all got any questions before we continue on? No, not at the moment. Well, Kurt ain't ready to preach yet. No. So. Uh, <laughs> um, what about you, Zeke?
2: No questions, but I, I'm kind of, I'm listening to her and it's kind of hitting home because mm-hmm. I've I've had similar situations happen where like you you get a behind the scene glimpse of what goes on yeah. in leadership and mm-hmm. it kinda changes your view of people. Like as I don't wanna say just a member of the congregation, but when you when you come to church and you sit in the pew and you listen to the message, you have a a certain respect for people. But then it's like when you take a glimpse behind the curtain, kinda like the Wizard of Oz, you see the great and powerful eyes and then you look and it's just a dude with a machine Mm -hmm. and you see what really uh, you get to see like the flaws and the warts and some of the the backbiting that goes on and it's like from that point on when you're hearing the message come from leadership and you know what they're like or what really goes on behind the scene it kind of taints it so I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm feeling what you're saying because I've been there
0: okay Uh, yeah that's yeah right. so so you You just make that decision to leave Like you don't go visit other churches Or you just bounced
3: At this point I saw no point Mm. I Everything I I'm going to tell you something I'm a marine All right, I curse I Cursed Upset. No, like, I, before. Before I came to okay. Christ, that yeah. was just my language. I thought she was cursing yeah, no. everybody. No, I know what you mean. I know no. what you <laughs> mean. No. I cussed
0: everybody before out. No, yeah. And then I left. Oh, like, that? Hey, this Marines ain't no, playing. No, 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 no. I never did that. But I hear you, yeah.
3: before I came yeah. to Christ, like, that was my language. It was like an F-bomb three times in one sentence. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, that's how it was. And for me, it was huge that from one day to another, I decided to, like, check myself and, And I know a lot of it wasn't me. A lot of it was God. You Mm -hmm. know, God did that. Uh. But for me to be able to be open like that and give myself up like that Mm -hmm. and just say, you know what, from this point on, I'm going to listen to what they got to say and what they tell me to do, and that's that's what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah. So you were you were readily, you were submissive, submissive. to receive all instruction. Submissive. Yeah.
3: Submissive.
0: That's a, like, let me just say this, from a leadership perspective, as a pastor, to have disciples like that is a blessing because they're so moldable, they are so, it's a double-edged sword, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's this aspect that if you, if you train them right, man, you can develop someone that is really walking in a way, but You fail them, Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. there's going to be
0: some repercussions. All right, my bad. So, so, okay, so you, you, God has changed you, but now you make a step away. Like, you just, like, divorce yourself completely Mm -hmm. because of the pain and the hurt. What was that process like?
3: You know how they say when you walk away from something or, like, when you walk away from God, you pain or something I, I don't know the term exactly but it's something like you get seven times worse
0: You're talking about, yeah, mm-hmm. so you
3: know you, something like that I don't know the well, term
0: are you talking about the demons yeah so yeah, Jesus yeah. talks about a house okay. being cleaned you know cleansed and, and that one demon leaves kind of roams the earth but he says I'm gonna come back and check my old dwelling place mm-hmm. and he's gonna come back with seven demons much more wicked than he and when they come back see the house is cleaned up but it's not protected they come in and they do their, their damage. So I hear what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. That's how it was. Okay, mm.
3: That's how it was. Mind you, I had I had a loss before then. I was in the Marine Corps. Everything was disciplined. Everything was, for me, it was just like, this is what you're gonna Order, do, this is what yeah. you're not gonna yeah, do. Yeah. You know a lot of structure. A lot of mm-hmm. structure, up until I walked away from God. From that point on, I walked away from God. I got divorced. I said, I'm living my life. Mm. I'm gonna do what I didn't do
1: (laughs) now. So, like, did the now when you divorced your husband, what was there like? What was the like? You just were done with him with was like everything that happened with him in the church. Was that the reason for the divorce? No, no,
3: no, 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 no. Before I, I, I going back
1: yeah before, I, I want you, you to know. go into that because you know it because one of the questions i was going to ask you was what was your state of mind or train of thought when you were away when you walked away what you know what in your mind changed and so immediately i see that when you when you were you know a, doing your best to live faithfully to christ you're like yo i'm gonna make this marriage work and mm-hmm. you reached out to your husband at the time you're like listen come back home we need to make this work we need to live for god then afterwards, you walked away. You're like, I, right, it's over. So, what, what yeah, talk no, about that it process? Wasn't,
3: it wasn't because of the church that me and him gotcha. divorced. Uh, uh, like you already know, we were mm. already separated. Right, right. So, basically, our whole marriage has always been in and out, in and out, in and out. Mm. You know, like he'll leave for years at a time and then he'll show up I don't of nowhere. I'm like, okay, you know, let's start this over. Um, mm. So, when, when I did this because of my faith, our relationship still wasn't good. Uh, You know what I'm saying? I was hoping God would work on it, but throughout the time I was in church and and faithful to the church and everything, we were still very, very much rocky. uh, So that incident just made it even worse.
1: Got you, put you over the edge.
3: Yeah, that incident made it worse. And then on top of that, I don't trust the church. Why do I have to live with this man?
0: Mm.
3: I'm not happy with.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: We
3: go through so much, you know? So finally I decided.
0: Enough is enough. Yeah. yeah.
1: Gotcha.
3: But then it was party time. <laughs> <laughs> so explain
0: that. Like, okay, you, like, you just divorced yourself, not only from your husband, but from the church. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what are you doing now? What are you getting yourself into? And how long, how quickly did you do that? Or was there a process by which you started doing some things like, eh, I probably shouldn't be doing this?
3: Um, I'm not going to say that my life was reckless. You know, I've always been, I I've have ha- I have kids. I'm a mom. Yeah. You know, I've always been responsible. But when it came to my time, I drank. My weekends I partied. I made sure I went out. I dated. You know, I just stuff like that. More then I should have <laughs>
2: trying to make up for lost time. Yeah,
3: basically that's that's where that's where mentally I was. I mm. was like I have to make up for all this time. I'm in my 30s. Yeah. I didn't do any of this in my 20s. I didn't enjoy my 20s. I was in the military. I, ha- I was a mom early. I was a wife. Now I I lost my child. I'm losing time. Now I'm going into church. I'm, you know, so Yeah.
1: No quick quick question. So like I know I know my wife wanted to ask this question. So shout out to my wife Anissa. She uh, she wanted to ask when you walked away from the Lord and, and and you and you lived the lifestyle you lived that you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Did you find joy? No. Talk about that.
3: No, I did not. I did not find joy. It was um, for me. It was something to do. I was busy. Mm-hmm. I kept myself busy. If I drank, I was happy. Quotation marks. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I was fitting in, quotation marks. Um, but the next morning, I'll wake up, and I'm feeling like, who did this, and why did they do it? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and that's when conviction started. Got but it. then again, I'll keep myself busy again, and I'll do it again the
0: next day, you know? Searing your conscience.
3: Oh, yeah, it's always been. Granted, why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So, it, man, that's...
0: <sighs> Did anybody reach out to you at all from the church when you yeah, left?
3: Yeah, yeah, okay. people reached out. Good. People reached out. I mean, we Facebook is a beautiful thing at times. People, you know, still stay friends and ask how you're doing. And did anybody ask me to come back? I can't say I remember. Yeah, I'm not gonna okay. say no. I'm not gonna say yes. I can't remember.
2: Okay. Um, just to follow up on what Lou just says, the people that reached out were they in leadership or just friends that you had in the congregation both okay
4: mm-hmm.
2: okay good um so now you're
0: living you're just out here you're living mm-hmm. doing what you're doing yeah you're probably going to work paying your bills mm-hmm. taking care of your kids but you're still partying chilling um at what point do you feel like like how far away removed from the church at what point do you start saying man i need this is just not it like or did you even have a point like that? Because yeah, you didn't feel joy after partying, but at what point you was like, this needs to change. There's something has to happen.
3: I think when, when me and my now husband got together.
1: Okay. Well, when, what time? So just for a timeline, what, what year was that?
3: This was 2017.
1: Shout out to Chegwee. Whoop whoop. I see you.
3: Where he at? He, chilling <laughs> in the cut. Chilling. Twenty seventeen. Okay. So twenty
2: seventeen.
1: Okay. So 2017, okay. Mm-hmm. Um but in
0: that in that break, let me because you have children, right? They mm-hmm. were going to church with you.
4: Right? Yeah.
0: So they were going to church with you. How old were they during that time?
3: Well, my ten year old then was probably two years old at the time. Okay. He wasn't really you know so he wasn't really aware of anything he wasn't yeah. really aware of anything but my 15 year old however
0: mm. okay uh.
3: he did have some time in
0: okay so he sees mom leave the church mm-hmm. have you ever had a conversation with him no mm. no
3: my son if you if you know my son he's so like Oh so. wherever yeah. wherever you take me I'll go you know like he's
1: he's laid back yeah
3: he's just like mm.
0: okay uh he never said anything how come we ain't going to church no more no no no. okay that's interesting
1: now and so I right, so I want to ask this question so from I would say about 2015 about that's when kinda when you uh, walked away from the church and, and yeah about in the end of
3: 2014 I, yeah end of 2014 okay so like a three year yeah. period of yeah. you
1: just away from the, away from the church so yeah. in that that uh, two or three year period before you met uh Chegui, um did you read your bible or like did you what was I what was your nothing. relation no, oh okay, okay i
3: did nothing i didn't pray i didn't talk to god i didn't say oh my god mm. i didn't none of that
1: and were you angry with god i was angry i was mm. angry i was mm.
3: bitter i was angry i just did not find purpose mm. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. You lost it. I lost it completely.
3: I lost it, but yet I still had that conviction, which is funny. Which is funny because I know I'm doing things I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. But.
0: I think that's partly because that's who God is. That's His character. Faithfulness of God. The Spirit of God. The law is written on our hearts to convict men. You know, to convict us of our sins, and no one can get away from that. And it's the role of the Holy Spirit to show men that they are sinful and they have to look to Christ. So no matter what you would have done, God would have been faithful in in making you feel that, Mm -hmm. right? Not condemn, but that conviction, like, I don't belong here. Mm -hmm. This is not not natural to me. But, okay, three-year period, no conversations with your son. How about just random conversations? Did you have any kind of random,
1: maybe at work? People just talk about God. Oh,
3: let me tell you, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, yes. talk about the faithfulness of God in that three-year period. Like, how, what kind of things did the Lord do? Like, you said, people we touched the to moved. Let Luke. me
3: tell you something. Let me tell you something. Even though I was angry at God, I never questioned the fact that when I was saved, he did what he did to me, mm. as to, you know what I'm saying? I don't know yeah. how to, for, for example. It was a real testimony. It, it was, was your testimony. Yeah. yeah. And I never, ever, like, questioned it and not talked about it and not shared it, you know? Um, even though I was angry and bitter and mad and upset and disappointed, um, I've always spoke my testimony. Mm. So when people ask me, especially when people ask me, oh, you had another baby? oh my gosh and you went to work straight away and you're doing good and this I'm like that's God that was God mm-hmm. that was God my son Very died bad. so I can live mm-hmm. that's how I see it yeah. that's what wow. saved me
4: mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
3: so I never I never I never took that away I never erased it I never not say the opposite I, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I never said the opposite yeah. Yeah. so when it came to work and people around me and stuff like that God would come up Mm. I never denied God God would come up and I I spoke about what he did to me and and you know what I'm saying what he done for me yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so but let me ask did anyone push in this sense like from a Evangelistic standpoint, like, are you going to church? I wouldn't allow it. No, no, Mm. yeah, (laughs) 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 I wouldn't allow it. Yeah, so it was, yeah, so yeah, we put up them walls, man. Yeah, Yeah. I know, I've been there. Don't be talking to me about no Jesus, right? Um, (laughs) okay, so like, all this is going on. You're bitter, obviously. Let me just kind of tie this in. This is this is maybe I'm taking curse preaching time. Um, (laughs) let me let me tie, tie this in. Like, the reality is relationships that we have with people, whether we're Christian or not, really tie in in our relationship with God. Mm. Mm-hmm. How you treat other people reveals your understanding of God to, to a major degree. You don't always have it all the time. You don't always get that down packed all the time. But if you say you love God, it will be shown on how you interact with humanity. Mm-hmm. doesn't even matter what status they have. Just It's just going to be a natural byproduct. So the Vice versa is true So in this sense That when you're offended Right By someone who is Whether respected Especially in the church Right church leaders Or even just another brother Or sister in the faith It's amazing to me How that influences How you view God Yeah Because you're not the only one That has a story like that Uh, Right Um, But it does And I think well, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. Would you just say, would you say this in your interactions with how leadership, your ex-husband dealt in these areas? Were you saying this was kind of a lack of justice or it wasn't fair? Um, How would you word that?
3: I think things could have been done better. I think communication would have saved a lot of troubles. Hey, Gigi you know we received this from your husband what do you want me to do or yeah. you you know what i'm saying
0: and it because it wasn't that because it wasn't it, it gave you a seed of bitterness yeah. so when you're in bitterness in that time of bitterness how you you just divorce yourself from god but was there any animosity towards god in the sense that yeah you can be still believed but this, just say maybe this wasn't fair or this wasn't right. How, like, did you have I, that? Kind I don't. Of I, nah,
3: not towards God. Okay. Not towards God. I don't think it was towards God. I, I mean, I still fear God. I still, you know, I still listen to my convictions every time I felt them. You know. And, and so. But it was more. I think it was more sitting down in a building, listening to somebody.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? No.
3: That was the part. Like, how do I trust you? Yeah. me i came from uh, i i came in a baby basically
4: mm-hmm. uh. in the
3: faith i am relying on you to teach me mm-hmm. i am relying on you to tell me the way just like my son my baby is relying on me to teach him the things of life you know so when i fail they're looking at me when you failed me i'm looking at you how am i supposed to come back to you and talk to you and trust you that you're not gonna hide things from me especially something so big and so important to me yeah you yeah, know yeah. so it it wasn't it wasn't towards god it was more towards, towards the, the leader the yeah. church the
1: real, real quick though because you you said at at what at, there was a point where you did become angry with god right mm-hmm. now so what caused that anger so initially you weren't angry with god initially you, you looked at leadership and you're like I don't trust you and I'm I'm upset with you.
3: I was angry. I was angry with God because he allowed that to happen. Mm. You know what so I'm saying? So after time
4: passed. So and...
3: it, it was like, how can you, you see me. I was faithful. I was, I was mm. giving my all. I was ready to continue. I was ready to be, you know, mm. your little sheep.
0: That's so important. What you just said though, as far as like people who are walking in the faith, um, I think at times we, we, we regular or we kind of gauge our relationship with God, I'm doing well, I'm obeying. And so when tragedy happens, when suffering comes, when difficulty happens in this life, even for young, for, especially for younger believers, they don't know how to navigate that. Um, I, I find that that's very common with a lot of people I speak with. they don't always end up like with the whole church hurt mm-hmm. stuff. But they don't know how to navigate difficulty. They have this this misconception of what Christianity may be about. And the reality is when you read the New Testament, anyone who wants to live righteous will be persecuted. Anyone who wants to live for the Lord, they have to die to their flesh. they got to deny themselves. Um, But... James 1. Yeah, this is the thing, though. When you're put to that, that's not always easy. Right. No one always yeah. passes that, man. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. it's one thing to read that in the scriptures. It's another thing when you're confronted with it, and then you got to go through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you're in, you're in the muck and the mire. You kind of walk away. You've, you, you're bitter towards leaders. You're, you've gotten to a point where you're angry towards God. Were there any support systems during that time that kind of were a strength to you?
3: A strength as and how because family members,
1: no, you, you just you by yourself, the, so like there was no people to no kind of reach out, or
4: no. like
5: wow, no, now, was this no. because you chose it to be that way, or just that's just, just the way, just because
3: it that's just the way, yeah. Fam, if we're talking about family members, yeah, um, mind you, like I said, my immediate family is not okay, you know, yeah. like if anything, when I came to Christ. I felt even more separated, oh, okay. you know. Like, you, you know, yeah, yeah. this, you know, like how you start getting like mocked and this yeah, yeah, and that no, because you exactly constantly, you you're constantly changing, <laughs> you know. And it's know like exactly they're they're mean. not used to this change. So what can they do? Is criticize it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I couldn't find support in that. If anything, when I when I stepped away, it was almost as if. I'm coming back to my family that used to be with my back. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah I'm away yeah. from the faith. Now uh, God, you guys have me where you need me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was sort of like that. So they accepted you right back in kind of thing <sighs> a little bit. Yeah. I Well, you have been well, marked. I've always like I said, I was right.
5: yeah. <laughs> you have been marked at that point, so they
0: already knew like Yeah, okay. We will see. <laughs>
4: yeah. Who knows? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a cousin, he, he passed away, um and from a family perspective he always saw like he never came to the faith but he always saw um, people from his family in and out the church and I remember he told me this was years ago he told me um, he's like oh you you going to church now how long that going to last Mm. ooh yeah wow it was genuine for me though so I you know I knew where he was coming from as soon as he said it nobody said said that to
3: me nobody said that to me but they did act on
4: it Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Explain that. What do you mean they they did act on
3: it when I first came to the faith? Yeah, you know, like one thing that was very different that I did that first year was spend New Year's Eve at the church. (laughs) (laughs) What you're not spending it with your family? Yeah, oh, you're going with your new family. Mm -hmm. Oh, my mom, (laughs) God bless (laughs) her. That That woman, you're not you're going to your new family your new pastors she would get
4: mad no jealous yeah.
3: and i don't know what it was i really so it's like i got that i got that they would not tell me oh let's see how long you're gonna last but uh,
0: j- jesus said i didn't come to bring peace yeah. but a sword. That's right, mm-hmm. right that's right and he draw- he's he's a drawing line especially sometimes with those that are immediately close to us um any like what you guys want anything you want to say kurt well Why? just listen you know
5: what what came to mind about her experiences. something that you see often with a lot of people is there is that element of church hurt mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. to why people are are leaving not necessarily even the faith you know what i'm saying they're just leaving church, just leaving church. you know what yeah. i mean and that that that's that seems to be her testimony is that you didn't really leave the faith you more just just left the church and just mm-hmm. like yo i'm not i don't want to pump with y'all no more and there's a lot of that going on today yeah because of you know similar stories of what you just said that lack of trust from from leadership you know especially and uh, it just speaks to the serious position that you are in when you're in leadership man there yeah. you have what well, somebody said with great power comes great responsibility right mm-hmm. and i know i'm quoting a jewels. Yes, <laughs> um, um, cool. nevertheless the statement <laughs> is true right no matter where it comes from the statement is true Uh, And I think we all understand the sentiment of that statement. So, but it it just goes to speak to how a lot of people who have these leadership positions in in churches have a lack of understanding of what it means to be in leadership.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and
5: because I was just teaching our youth um, this past Wednesday about ministering. And about who wants to be the great one, right? Remember the disciples came to Christ and was like, yo, who going to sit on your left side? Who going to sit on your right side? And he was like, man, y'all tripping. (laughs) Basically that way, you know what I'm saying? He was like, y'all tripping. And he was telling them, listen, you want to be great? The one who's going to be the greatest is the one who learns to serve everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the one that's going to be great. Not the one that's like, look at me, serve me, feed me grapes and Mm -hmm. carry my Bible, carry my briefcase and, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, and put my cloak on me. Nah, man, that... That dude is whack,
4: mm-hmm. to be truthful. That,
5: that mm-hmm. guy is whack. But unfortunately, that guy is the one standing behind many pulpits today. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's that guy that's scattering the flock because either he's dealing with people harshly or can't be trusted with finances. There's questions of immorality sexually. Mm-hmm. I mean, so so what... what what do you expect when this is what you see from leadership and then there's nobody holding that person accountable Right. Yeah. and then you have other church leaders, other eldership won't hold that person accountable. Right. Why? Because you know what? Well, that's, that's the lead pastor. We can't, we can't do anything. Right. But somebody said when good men do nothing, this is what we get. When we, speak, when we don't speak up, we, we, don't, we don't challenge, we don't say anything. This is what we get. And, 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 and so I don't, I don't feel that... Um, I think that we have to be honest as, as a church, as the church body. We got to be honest with ourselves and we got to go back to the drawing board on some things on how we, how we deal with people. Um, in your case, yeah, I mean, are we saying that they, they have to be perfect? No. But when you fail... You, you need to go make that right. You know what I'm saying? What, what's, you are not so big. Your name is not so big that you can't go to a person and say, you know what, sister, we should have we came and, and brought your husband in and sat with you guys and made sure that you guys were on the same page before we accepted that money. That's our fault. And we're so sorry. That, that would have gone, a, I would imagine that would have gone a long way.
0: A long way. So it's just little things like that that I think we, we got to do better. I think what happens, though, is that you get politics between leaders, right? Politics right. come into a church setting, and everybody's trying to cover their rear end, in a sense, right? So when you have that, and no one wants to come up and say, yo, we just did wrong, right? We just, yeah. we just messed up. Yeah. Let's try to get, rectify the situation. Um, politics ruins that, though, in a church setting, any or a business setting. It could be anywhere. Yeah, politics in any in in setting <laughs> ruins uh, some of this stuff. Dave, you was going to say something?
1: No no. No, I was just I was just gonna make A profound statement (laughs) (laughs)
4: Hold
1: on Time out I'm about to shake The room with this one I'm I'm gonna say this this It's gonna gonna shake the room room. though It really is Alright It really is This is gonna blow y'all mind (laughs) Alright Kurt (laughs) said Kurt said When good men do nothing This is what you get I'm gonna pull a jammer oh on this one. God. He <laughs> says, Please when know. people don't vote for Trump, <laughs> this is what you get. I, on, I, that, I just do that for no. my pops. I'm just joking, though. Hold on. <laughs> That's so profound, bro. Yeah. That's Yo, so bro. That was deep. That was Yo, deep, shout bro. out to Pops, man. He, he ain't he been, been here vacation, how long.
0: Jamma Jugs, His essence is still lingering in that yeah, corner. Yeah, the
1: holiday,
0: the holiday. There's something about <laughs> that seat right there. You got to hit that with Lysol. Y'all some need to put some anointed
1: water on this seat. This seat is possessed. We, we praying yeah. over yeah. that seat after this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get back on. I do got a series. Go ahead. All right. So, um... Uh, nah, great. I just wanted to take this opportunity though to, to really preach. I'm I wanna build on what, what Kurt said because unfortunately, I'm gonna be blunt with what with, with what I say. The devil could preach. Oh, yeah. The devil yeah. is an, a master preacher, teacher, man. The, the dude know his Bible. And unfortunately there's wolves among sheep. Yeah. That's right. There's yeah. wolves clothed in sheep. And and I think we as believers, not to say that those people were wolves, right? Um but you mean where she was attending? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We as believers, as individual believers, whether we be leaders or not, I think we have to to understand that is that wo- there's wolves in sheep's clothing. Yeah. And, and two, we are broken people. Like I, I fail my wife and my children all the time. Like all the time. And if if my wife and children weren't gracious toward me, I wouldn't be a, a, a husband or father anymore. So. Like, as believers, we need to understand that we are broken people And that, you know, we're we're all in the same boat Trying to do the same thing and live for Christ And we're going to fall short of that glory And that's just a testament to how amazing and good and gracious God is To where he's perfect and he's sovereign And even, like, Gigi's here today Because of God, you know, like God used the the shortfall and the failures of men for good, right? Because what does it say in Romans? Uh, what God would use all things for good for those who love Him, right? According to His purpose, amen. And so, so I think we as believers, and like if there's anybody out there who's experiencing church hurt, was in the same boat as Gigi was in, this, this. God is out there, man. God still uses broken people. So, Gigi, you're you're coming back to church now. Mm-hmm. Right? You're Praise in church. God. You're coming Amen. back
0: to church. But what are your feelings coming back?
3: I'm gonna say one thing that I did learn that I didn't know then
0: mm-hmm.
3: that has helped the situation mm-hmm. is I know now that our pastors, our leaders. They're men. They're human. That's right. That's right. That's right. They make mistakes. They, you know, I held my pastors to a certain, in a certain pedestal. I saw them, and I didn't see no wrong. So when that happened, I was crushed. Yep. Uh, But my brain wasn't thinking like that. My brain wasn't thinking like it is now. Yeah. You know. So coming back, I know that. Yeah. So, um, So I'm kind of more understanding. I'm. I. Try. I'ma try not to jump into conclusions if something happens because one thing the pastor Galvano did say, I, I don't even remember when we was talking. He said, you know, we're not perfect. We're still human, mm-hmm. you know. And that hit me. Yeah. That hit me.
5: Yeah. Now that's not an so. excuse.
3: No, it's not It's not Not from a leader Not from a leader But from a member From somebody that wants to come in It's yeah. good to it's come good in Knowing that good knowing that. Thinking,
5: yeah. Yeah, yeah, good good You do not want people man. To get the wrong impression well, Thinking right. that you we know, he just left. saying
3: Like, yo,
5: you know no. yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
5: I'm going to mess yeah. up yeah. So Deal with I it. might sleep yeah. with your wife yeah. You know what
0: I'm saying I'm still a man I still got need Lord have mercy Yo, listen Run for the hill If you're in a church like that Right now You better run For real Run quick. You don't belong in that but Don't go to Jamal Bryant, church. It. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm oh, oh, my bad. My bad. Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, question, though. Like, let me ask you a serious question here. Have you forgiven the people that you felt like wronged you?
3: Yeah. Actu- actually, I've asked them to forgive me. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. Praise wow. God.
5: Wow. Praise That's huge. I
3: had a conversation. I met up with them, and I've asked them to forgive me for being so angry and so, Dope. you know, short of Dope. temper and stuff like
0: that. So. Dope. God is gracious, man. Amen. Uh, the Amen. fact that you, you've gone out of your way to do that is a demonstration of your sensitivity to the Lord as well. Because uh, most people don't do that. There, some, see, a lot of people want to move forward in life, but there are still these things, biblically speaking, like if, if you want people, try to... The Apostle Paul said this, pursue peace with all men if it's possible on your part, plain and simple, if you can. Not everybody's going to give you reconciliation. Not everybody's going to even say, you know what, I don't want to forgive you. I don't even want your forgiveness, any of that. But the reality is on our part, what we can control, yeah. we, have we have our responsibility to do that, man. So I'm glad, though. I'm glad that that, that God is, is doing the work between you and your, your newfound husband. Yeah. He's yeah. still working, Chilly. though. Oh, oh.
3: That, the, the seven times
4: whatever it's through, it's, mm. no, But you know what <laughs> you're working
0: though this is where this is where growth in relationship is ha- it right. must happen so I encourage you Gigi i encourage you uh chewie he's in the cut over there um as a couple you have to work together in this area of your first just your relationship mm-hmm. because you have children and stuff like that involved that that's just work yep. but when it comes to your responsibility to the lord there's a work aspect involved too and i know kurt always goes in there we have a responsibility to develop our relationship with god god wants to be known he's revealed himself in the scripture but you won't find that unless you go and spend time with him yeah. right and like any relationship when you first start you it's very surface level it's over time where that relationship deepens, and I know, I know these brothers that have been married for some time. What they, how they love their wife now, is not the same how they love them when they first started, right? So, same is true. That principle is true with the Lord Jesus Christ. That the, the longer you spend time with Him, I don't know, I'm not talking about like praying or anything like, just saying in length of serving the Lord you see his goodness. Yes, you sir. see his faithfulness and that kind of... Fall. And you have these moments, like difficult moments, hard yeah. moments, failed you know, moments where you fail, moments where you think God failed. you know. But you have these moments in this walk, but God brings us through it. There was a three-year span and yet God didn't go nowhere for Jesus. That's right. You may he have had, taken a step back. Right. He was right there. And yet Same God... See, when we are faithless, he is faithful. He cannot deny himself. Yeah, so... You know. How much time we got We're in the cut right, I know that But I got things I got to do. I'm going to say no, This no. last that, thing man, yeah. You
5: know um, When you You mentioned something About how you viewed Your pastors At one point in time mm-hmm. And I think Part of the problem That The individual has In that case Is that You do put the pastor On a pedestal And the pastor becomes Almost in a sense Unapproachable But the greater problem is that usually when that person fails, they have that same viewpoint or perspective about God, that God is not approachable. And that's why a lot of people are, or let's say they're, you know, they're wandering because they don't realize that, yo, God is actually approachable. Like David, if you, if you look at David's writings, David was throwing out some jugglers. He was throwing some haymakers out. He was challenging God. He was questioning, like, "Yo, bro, what's up? Mm-hmm. You got these people over here; they doing good. Meanwhile, your people, running for my life, run. like, what's up with that? You gonna check Destroy this away? Destroy the, the wicked. I so, hate the hatred. I, mean, I, yeah, it's a, yo, I got extreme hatred towards the wicked. But he, mm-hmm. he kept it real. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? He was honest with God. He wasn't trying to. He wasn't trying to hold nothing in. And he saw God as approachable. That yeah. I can go to him, I can challenge him, just mm-hmm. you know, and God is big enough, he's he's God enough that he can handle it. <laughs> that's that that's fair. the crazy part. Like, yeah, he, like, all right, just like he told Job, like, man, okay, let me let me educate you real quick
4: yeah. bro. He's you, so, yo he's where, son Joe You see what I'm saying
5: yeah. you, read, you, you, you read how he responded to Joe He's son Because he can like, handle yo, it He, he ain't yeah, afraid man, of no confrontation Like come, come on bring it What he yeah. say Come to me all you that are heavy laden yes. And cast your cares upon me Cause I care for you So if, hey Come on let it out Let it out Get it out Get it out Now I'm gonna check you In a minute But go right. ahead <laughs>
4: right.
5: Yo but That's see,
0: powerful he does so though, true, That's so true great perspective Because Amen. it wakes us up <laughs> yo, Joe Amen. was what He was a hold
4: up yeah, This guy Yo hold
0: up He it was, was like Where were you at When I created The foundations yeah. of the world You're When you I told <laughs> the mountains They need to do this And I need the oceans right. Need to do that He was like
2: My <laughs> bad, My bad. <laughs> <Hold
4: up>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry yeah. guys I was nowhere Sorry lord <laughs>
2: Um, One question I did have for Gigi It kind of touches on something Kurt mentioned About um, the pastors Not bringing you and your husband In to talk about what to do with the money Um, What ties Did your husband have to the church Before he made that donation And did he have any ties to the church after he gave the money
3: Um, So When When I first When we first got back together Mm -hmm. um, He didn't know Anything of the faith He's, should I say the background? You know, he's Mexican. So a lot of Mexicans are heavy into Catholics or, you know, like like, whatever other stuff they do. mm -hmm. And that was him, Mm -hmm. the other stuff, you know. And um, when he came in at first, he was afraid. He's like, what is this? It's nothing he's ever experienced, you know. Like, what is is this? this? Oh, my gosh. Like, I really need to, you know. It was was hard for him to start losing up and and becoming, you know, into the faith and stuff like that. But eventually he did. Mm. And it was then when he felt, oh, maybe I need to do this to gain whatever. After After, after after I left left the the church... he continued to go oh. mm-hmm. okay. Yeah he continued to go They continued to
4: have them. They didn't You know yeah, yeah I mean not that they're gonna kick him out but. Right. right Right You know what You but. furnished the church You can't go nowhere sorry sorry,
2: sorry. We need
0: new drum set y'all So yeah Oh man <laughs> My bad bro <laughs>
1: Okay I got, I got another question though
0: <laughs> Alright Yo if you haven't noticed We get crazy over here <laughs>
4: I've, I've
2: heard your podcast Uh oh Is that, is that oh. a good thing Or a bad no, I know right it's a good thing. It's a good thing. She, she had that tone Like I know what you're all about Yeah I know I know <laughs> I'll
4: be having it in
3: my kitchen Due to him Oh no, okay Y'all be saying stuff And I'm like Wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> I need to go in there And tell
4: him
0: how <laughs> All right Question though All right we, we kind of briefly mentioned Like all right You're coming back to church But where are you at Right now Right now In your walk with God That's the Where are you at Spiritually speaking,
3: yeah. Um I'm not where I was when I first started in okay. back in 2010. Yeah. I've I've noticed that it's difficult. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's harder. Yeah. It, it is harder for me to be able to submit myself like I did then. Yeah. And I've noticed that, you know, I'm struggling, but I'm here. Amen. 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 So Amen. I I think that's all I have to say about that. I'm okay. struggling. You know, but, you, but, but, but you I'm pressing. here. You pressing?
0: I'm okay. pressing. Yeah, okay, I'm pressing. But not only that, I think God, God is drawing as well. Like
4: mm-hmm.
0: the fact that you opened up and was willing, like I said, willing to come up here and talk about this means that God has been doing some healing. Mm-hmm. You you ain't you don't just come talk about trauma.
3: It's funny that you say that. Come on. It's funny that you say that because. This morning, I wake up thinking, I'm like, I haven't been nervous or anything. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it, whatever. (laughs) I woke up, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm (laughs) going to talk? But in the midst of that, I was like, well, maybe I'll get some healing out of this. Mm. Maybe this is what I have to do in Mm. order to get whatever's left out. In order for me to go ahead and just jump in like I used to be, because I've been thirsty for that. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I've been thirsty for that. I look at myself when I first started, and it's just it's so difficult now. It's so hard for me yeah. to like be like that, yeah. and and I'm not even thinking about the, the 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 lack of um. What am I gonna say? The lack of um. Support or yep, yep. or trust or anything yeah. like that. It's just now I'm battling with within myself. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. You know, those three years did a lot. Yeah, took me back a lot. Yeah. So, so that's damaged, where I'm at. Yeah. That's where I'm at spiritually. Warning for
0: anybody who wants to walk away seriously. I'm yeah. Dead ass. Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh-huh. You see, she's still working. She's still, still working. working. That's, that's the <laughs> marine. That's the <laughs> marine coming out. Uh, I'm still working. But it's <laughs> true, but It's true. <laughs> Is it's no.
4: hard it's
3: it's hard yes. it's very hard especially when my emotions get involved
4: mm-hmm.
3: when i'm like extra angry or ex- mm-hmm. like i forget that i have to walk with love and walk with yeah. grace and walk with you know you know he can tell you <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Me and uh, Lou's talked about this before It's like when you first give your life to Christ And you first get saved It's like God immerses you in grace Like It's like Your prayers get answered super fast You're super sensitive to the Holy Spirit You, you like It's just every like everything everything. in the
3: beginning? Yeah, when you first
1: give your life to Christ. Oh, you fall in love. Yeah, it's just you get super energetic. You wanna you wanna change the whole world today. Right now, I I can do it in Jesus' name. Yeah, you evangelizing, you preaching, you teach you everything. And then it's like, all right, you was a baby, so I coddled you. When you cried, I picked you up, I changed the diaper, I gave you the bottle, I fed you and I put you back to sleep. But now you you five years, six years, seven years, eight years in the game, you gotta be a big girl. You gotta be a big boy now. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know
3: what? That I feel like I stopped going to church. I did, I gave them years, the years that I did. I stopped. I gave the world the years that I did. But I'm not. I don't get to start over.
4: You know? Right. right.
3: God starts with me where I left off. Yeah. Mm-hmm you know so you know about me you felt me you know and it's time for you to pick me back up Mm -hmm. and you know listen
0: this nugget right here was given to me by my professor years ago because I taught I remember I went through the same thing I was in college and I I, I was struggling like man how come I don't have the zeal that I had when I first came to the Lord you know and I was just conversating and he just dropped this gem on me he was like it's because God's water is always flowing it's like being he, he said he used this analogy. He's like, mm-hmm. it's like standing in a stream, in which the water is never the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, this is the thing about God, is that with Him, He is always moving us forward in a trajectory that is making us more like Christ. Yeah. Right? That beginning, that ba- it's like it's what what the Scripture says. You know, the kingdom of God is like a man who who found uh, 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 his treasures in a field. He sold everything he had Mm -hmm. just to have this one field with this precious gem that was there. And that's the reality. It's like, man, I'm willing to give everything up because of the gospel, because of what what it makes me feel like, this newness of life, this experience with the Lord, this conversion experience with God. But this is the reality. This is a forever walk. This ain't how fast we start. This isn't about how, how, if we give up um, and then start again. No, this is about forever walking with God.
3: Inconsistently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And consistently. Yeah. And being consistent because I tell you what, those three years, ain't, I ain't going to get those three years back. Ain't and no, whatever yeah. God had for me for those three years, yeah. he probably got something different because time has evolved, you know. Yeah. He probably don't need me for what he needed me in those three years. So I missed out,
0: hmm. you know. Yeah. Mm. Facts. Yeah.
1: All right, any final words y'all want to drop? Oh, I got a final word, but I'm gonna let y'all go first. Y'all want? No, he Ooh. wants. Good stuff. No, good stuff. Yeah, good no, good stuff. yeah good thanks stuff. for sharing. Yeah. 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 Very much. I do want to leave y'all with a Jordan B. Peterson quote. I think it's an amazing quote. I actually uh, it inspired me to do a Bible study off of it, and uh, what brought me to the to think of it, I had it in my wallet. I wrote it down, put it in my wallet, and said, oh, I'm, "I'm gonna drop it." Um, Gigi said that when she like initially when she first gave her life to christ that she had these these leaders on a pedestal that they shouldn't really necessarily have been on right and so uh jordan b peterson speaking of religion said this if we don't segregate off the religious instinct and give it give its proper attention and do then every single thing you do starts to become inappropriately contaminated with religious longing. And I would replace that word religious with God. Mm. If we don't segregate God's instinct in us that he's given us and, and and give us its proper attention and do, then every single thing that we do will become inappropriately contaminated with things that we should give to God. Right? And so... As believers, man, I know we we strive to 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 know God's face, to seek His face, and to know Him more. And sometimes we just I don't know. We sometimes we we, we think we're doing the right thing, and then He He gives us revelation to like Nah, you could do better. Like bringing us faith to faith, glory to yeah, glory. glory. glory yeah. And uh, that's you know just give God what He's doing. You know, nobody else could could could. Could hold the position of God nobody.
2: All
0: right. Uh, now you know Jordan B Peterson is a believer now. He went from being an atheist to a believer now. He's a believer? Yeah, he's confessed the Lord.
1: When was this? Cuz um, I was just praying on Jordan B Peterson. You see that? Recently. The Lord heard. No, me. No, yeah, seriously? it has to be recently, recently because yeah.
0: his language Oh yeah, he had a whole discussion on Truth in the word. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and powerful, powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. phenomenal speaker. All right, we're going to close it up here. But before we close it up, I want to give a shout out once again to Gigi. Um, Gigi, you also do something special that God has gifted you. So I want to plug you in here. Mm-hmm. Share with us what is it that you kind of do for a living and hooking up the sweets what and stuff. Talking
4: about. <laughs> yeah.
3: I am a pastry chef. Oh, I am yeah. a baker.
0: Like, and her yeah. flung is banging. Banging, Banging. <laughs> bro. I saw the Naruto cake. I was oh. jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's an anime reference. Oh, yeah. So you know, me and my son be on it. Me too. But, <laughs> yo, some of the cakes I have seen on Facebook have been official. So share with us, like, what is your? How do people contact you um, to
3: look at your I, stuff? I started off, you know. Working and or getting you know orders from friends and family and kind of word of mouth. Um, Facebook. Spin what, my plug. What's your
1: Facebook so people can add you and follow you?
3: Uh, Gigi Delian, Sweets and Treats by Gigi. Spell it. Spell you it. Know? For them. Spell it. G I G I. No Negron now. G I G I N E G O G R O I N.
0: Negron. There you Negron. go. Um, Negron. Yeah, search her out. Uh, we'll we'll put the link in uh, in uh, in our
1: information, so uh, we'll go from there. Just look up but, uh, Sweets
3: and Treats by Gigi. Yep.
1: It's easier, you know. Is it on? You got Instagram as well. Um, I do. I do. Shout that out mm-hmm. as well. What's what's? Is it the same thing on Instagram?
3: Sweets and treats by Gigi. Sweets and
1: treats yep. by and Gigi. Gigi. All right, I'm gonna have to quality test that flan though. Yeah, yeah it's official. It's by, a by official. Yeah.
5: You won't go I,
0: back. Well, hey, <laughs> buy one. Well, <are> we trying <laughs> I mean, to get I'm no free flan over here. I didn't say free. <laughs> I, you know, I just said I'm going to have to quality test. That's official. i ain't right. going lie. It looks official. She does it all, like everything.
4: I do. I do. I just recently started making bread too.
0: Oh, I'm a
4: pig
0: over there yeah oh, I yeah. might be I oh, okay. no, gained no. some weight already That's why I bro. done seen he them gain bro. some <laughs> weight back there in the start calling call him Chubby instead of Chubby <laughs> <laughs> alright All yo Tash right. Nation keep riding Tash Kugo keep driving we out deuces see ya you